from Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register to be taxed. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting, expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy and gracious Father, help us to be like those shepherds, to hear the great and glorious message of Christ's birth. O Lord, give us joy this evening. Send us out with amazement over what has taken place for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you have Christmas joy? My daughter Abigail has Christmas joy. She's three and a half. Of course she has Christmas joy. And for her, it started the day after Thanksgiving. The day after Thanksgiving, I had a crazy idea. Let's put up the tree. And so we did that. And for a three-year-old, putting up the tree in her mind thought meant Santa's coming the next day. And so the next day she got up. She ran out of her bed, she saw nothing under the tree, and she was like, what's the matter, Dad, Mom? We said, oh, no, 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 Christmas is four weeks away. And she said, okay. Well, the next morning she got up, ran straight to the tree, and asked, where's Santa? And we said, no, honey, it's in four weeks. Okay. The next day, she got up and ran straight to the tree and asked if Santa had been there. And we realized, finally, she just doesn't understand what four weeks is. 
And so we bought one of those Advent calendars, and we've been moving closer every single day to Christmas. And I'll tell you what, this, mo this morning, she got up, we moved it to the very last day, and you should have seen her, you know, jumping up and down, screaming for joy, singing every Christmas song imaginable, mixing them all up, didn't matter, because tomorrow's Christmas. <laughs> Abigail is Christmas joy. Well, seeing Abby get so excited has, has reminded me of my own childhood. One year, I remember waking up at 2 a.m., and Santa had come. And if you're four years old or five years old and Santa's been there, what in the world are you going to do? <laughs> you're going to go tell it on the mountain, right? <laughs> so I ran to my brother a year younger than I am, and I said, Santa's been here. We jumped up for joy. He ran to the tree with me. We looked at everything. We realized... We don't care if it's dark or not. We're getting mom and dad. <laughs> it's time to open presents. Another year, a few, a few years later, um, my brother woke me up at 3.30 in the morning and said, Russ, Santa brought bicycles. <laughs> and we decided at that, we don't need to wake up mom and dad. So we put our clothes on, and we went around the neighborhood in our bicycles at 3.30 in the morning. Christmas joy. Children understand Christmas better than adults do. For children, Christmas is mysterious, magical. Christmas is a time for gifts. For children, there are no strings attached. They have no bills to pay. They simply get to receive gifts from people who love them. Pure grace. In our reading from Luke, the angel Gabriel makes a gracious announcement to the shepherds. He says in verse 10, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Not just joy, but great joy. That will be for all the people. How wonderful. Good news of great joy for not some, but all the people. You might remember that Bethlehem is less than eight miles away from Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, you have the religious leaders, you have the learned, you have the rich, you have the influ influential. Clearly, Jerusalem should have the message from the angel. But it wasn't Jerusalem. And it wasn't the religious. And it wasn't the educated or the influential. It was simple shepherds. They were the one who received the message. Why? Because the good news of great joy is not for a select few. It's for all the people. I think many of us have a hard time believing this. We think the gospel's for the religious types, the good people. Too often, I think we're like little Johnny who wanted a bicycle. Little Johnny asked his mom for a bicycle, and his mom said, you know, Johnny, we don't have the money. Why don't you write a letter to Jesus and ask him for a bike? Johnny decided to do that. He began, dear Jesus, I've been good this year, and I would like a bike. Signed, Johnny. 
Well, Johnny knew that wasn't really true, so he tore up the note and he wrote another one. He said, Dearest Jesus, I've been an okay boy this year. I would really like a bike. Love, Johnny. But again, Johnny knew he wasn't even an okay boy. And so he wrote another letter. Fairest Lord Jesus, I thought about being good this year. Can I please have a bike? I love you very much, Johnny. Well, Johnny knew that wasn't even true either. And so he went down to the local Catholic church for some help. And when he got there, an idea, he got an idea. He, he ran forward, he took a statue of Mary, he hid it under his bed, and then wrote the following note. Jesus, I got your mom. <laughs> if you ever want to see her again, give me the bike. Signed, you know who. You do not need to take Mary hostage <laughs> to receive the good news. The angel says the good news of great joy is for all the people. That means all the people, the lowly shepherds and sinners like you and me. And yet the message continues. Gabriel will tell us now what this message, what brings this great joy, what it actually is. And in verse 11, Gabriel says this, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now, each phrase is important. Today, a Savior is born. If you remember, Jesus said to Zacchaeus, Today, salvation has come to this house. Or on the cross, Jesus said to the man next to him, Today, you will be with me in paradise. You see, for God, the present is always the moment of salvation. Even now, in this place, at this very moment, today is the day of salvation for you. Next, we hear, in the city of David. Well, we know about David. He's the beloved king. David was the shepherd boy who, who defeated a, a giant. David shepherded his people as king. He loved his people. The people loved David. Jesus was born in the city of David because he's the beloved shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Next, we hear that there's Christ the Lord, which means Jesus is the Messiah, the anointed one of God. He's the one who fulfills all the Old Testament promises. He's the seed that will crush the serpent's head. He's the descendant of David, whose throne, whose reign will be for eternity. And so by saying, when Gabriel said, today in the town of David, the Savior's been born to you, he is Christ the Lord, Gabriel's really saying, for you, in this very moment, in this place, a Savior, the Messiah, Yahweh, the King is born. A new shepherd has come to shepherd his people. He is crushing sin, death, and the devil. His reign is for eternity. What great news, the angel is saying, of great joy, which is for all the people. Yet even better than that, the angel gives them a sign. 
And the sign of this good news is the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. There could be no better sign of grace than this. Because Jesus is not found in a golden bed, he's found in a manger. He does not wear a silk robe, but rough cloths. St. Paul tells us, though he was rich, yet for our sake Christ became poor, so that by his poverty we might become rich. Don't you see the good news is for all people, not the select few. It's for lowly shepherds and sinners like you and me. And yet there's more. Have you found in any place any conditions or stipulations to that announcement? Nowhere does Gabriel say to those shepherds, clean up, make yourself presentable. There's no mention of morals. It doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice. God is expecting no payment in these, in these words. This is grace language. This is gift language. This is God Almighty giving blessings to his people. The only response is joy. And that's exactly what the shepherds have. The shepherds return to the field with joy. They return telling the message to everyone, what they've seen and heard. Because that's what you do with good gifts. You tell others about them. Think back about your Christmas presents when you get that new bike. You go to your neighbor and the next neighbor and the next neighbor and you show it off. Or that yo-yo that you've learned to do trips, tricks with, you show that off as well. That's what you do with good gifts. And that's what the shepherds did as well. It was a gift. And they shared it with all that they came into contact with. Down in a lonely manger, the humble Christ was born. And God sent us salvation that blessed Christmas morn. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Christ Jesus is born. That's what they did. And yet there's still one more part, and it's the best part of this whole passage. The best part of this whole passage is trying to think about how God feels about all this. God the Father. The greatest thing is that God is the most overjoyed of anyone. God is the one who has the most joy on that first Christmas. What do you think my parents did when we woke them up at 2 in the morning? They got out of bed. They turned on the lights. They brought out the video camera. And they watched their boys, their two boys, rip open presents and have joy all over their faces. And for them, seeing their boys have joy gave them joy. That was the best part for them. And that's how it is with God. Remember, Jesus is the shepherd of David. He's the one who's coming to seek the lost sheep. And what does the good shepherd do to that one lost sheep? He leaves the 99 behind. He goes into the wilderness. He searches for him. What does he do when he finds it? He doesn't, he doesn't scold that sheep. He doesn't bemoan or yell at that sheep. Instead, he picks them up, puts them over his shoulders, and rejoices all the way back home. And once home, he throws a party that costs probably more than the whole sheep. 
Why? Because he loves the sheep. And it's about joy and about grace. Christmas, great joy, is ultimately about God in heaven, whose great joy it is to search after a lost world and to do whatever it takes to find it and save it, even if that means for the joy set before him enduring the cross. For Christ, getting you, grabbing you, finding you, today and every day, brings him great joy. Talk about Christmas joy. In Jesus' name, amen.